Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Asia Estrada, a director at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society local office, work that certainly has been meaningful since she's been with them for over a dozen years. Asia joins us today to invite us to the annual Light the Night Walk. That's coming up a little later this month. And her invitation is hugely supported by the stories of those particular individuals and families directly affected and afflicted by either leukemia or lymphoma. And while this isn't about fright, it is honestly about the fact that these cancers are, once again, non-discriminating. So it is kind of a paying it forward. Invest now to fund the research to help ourselves, family members, friends, neighbors, who might cross paths with the disease, but be armed then with really good treatments to fend it off. So let's meet Asia and find out some facts and details. Asia Estrada, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm quite looking forward to stories and information because I know that Light the Night for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is really a major fundraiser. And the thing is, we know there are these events going on in our community, in our cities these days. This is as critical as all of them. And as I've told some of my other guests from uh, similar organizations, we're in this as a family. We all need to get ourselves involved because in some way we're either directly affected or someone like, like one degree away from us is. Isn't that right? Exactly. Exactly. I've been with the Leukemia Lymphoma Society for 13 years. And I had a personal connection when I started, but it's been amazing over those 13 years to meet people that are like, oh, no, I don't have a blood cancer connection at all. And then a couple of years later, they'll come back and say, hey, somebody that I know or I loved was diagnosed and are still here because of the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. And so Light the Night really is um, one of our most cherished events because it's some it's an event and a way for family and community to help whenever someone hears the words you have cancer which is obviously one of the darkest moments in someone's life and light the night is a way for us to bring uh, light and warmth to, and hope uh, in a very difficult time of despair um, we can bring community in place of loneliness And most importantly, we bring the capacity to fund life-saving research and provide support for those cancer patients and their families. So that's a whole ton of things that our support really makes happen. And so it's it's really a, a big ask. I just feel that it's so critical for us to understand the critical aspects of this, just as you've just uh, explained what goes on, Asia. So mm-hmm. um, have you had an opportunity to meet a family, to meet an individual who's benefited from this research? Oh, absolutely. So um, we've got tons of them, but one that comes to mind right off the top of my head is Colton Matter, who is a senior in high school now, uh, but was diagnosed with cancer 10 years ago and has fought it five different times. And his family started in light the night. Um, They needed a way to fight. And, you know, they couldn't fight like Colton was fighting with chemo and drugs. They needed to put, you know, their feet on the pavement, and that's what they did. So they formed an, uh, an army. It's called Colton's Army. 
and they came and they participated in the Like a Night Walk um, and raised thousands of dollars. And uh, Colton has been a recipient of some of the major research endeavors that we funded um, and that Like the Night Walkers, before he and his family started walking, uh, fundraised for and created. And he was able to be on the CAR-T cell therapy, which is where you take your own stem cells and we, we, we re-engineer them to fight the cancer. Um, Super Cutting Edge was just approved by the FDA. Um, and Colton is still here because of treatment and research like that, that, you know, we helped fund. And this is a high school student. It started when he was just a child. And to, yeah. and to think of first a child being afflicted is heartbreaking. Right. To, to think of it recurring. And thank God he's still here because right. of the research. Exactly. That's you know, I can't, you know, I could tell you a hundred more stories that I've, I know of people like that, but that's one that really, you know, sticks with me. I'm a mama and I can't imagine having that kind of experience five different times with one of my kids. Um, but Colton's army and is, is, you know, the quintessential like the night folks. They're the ones that, you know, didn't take no for an answer and they weren't going to let cancer get them. And so they have raised hundreds upon thousands of dollars for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. And though they started in like the night, you know, they've gone into other fundraising events for us, but their heart is still in fighting and making sure that people that are diagnosed today, tomorrow, um, know that they have a person in their corner and somebody that's fighting for them while they're fighting literally for another day. And when there is that personal involvement, I, I really feel how this must be a, a way to feel like a, a real active attack on it. Like I'm not just waiting around for something to happen. By, isn't that so? Participating makes that difference? Absolutely. And, you know, like the night's are unique too, because not only do you really, if you have somebody that's fighting right now, you know, in a bed, say at UW or Seattle Children's or um, Seattle Cancer Care Alliance, you know, you can actually get out there and walk the day of the walk. But um, Light the Night is beautiful because it also provides an avenue for the family to remember somebody that has been lost to a cancer. And so we have a lot of families that come back each year, and this is really their celebration of that person's life year after year. Because, as you know, unfortunately, some of us know when a cancer diagnosis takes a family member, you have tons of support, it feels like, for a good month. And then life happens for everybody else. And, you know, you're terrified that those people you love are going to be forgotten. And, like, the night comes in as a way to remember those people and celebrate and see, you know, the faces of the ones that you've lost in the faces of the ones that are still here. So it really behooves each and every one of us to find the time, if we can do that, and we'll talk about other ways if we can't make it to the actual event. But let's give those details, uh, Asia, as to when and where and how we can actually make that commitment now. Absolutely. So our Washington, Alaska Light the Night Walk takes place Saturday, October 21st at Seattle Center. Um, the really cool thing about our walk is that it's um, an evening-type walk, so the festivities will kick off around 5 o'clock. Um, and then we walk as a community in the fight against cancer around dusk, so about an hour later. And we'll carry lanterns symbolic to where we are at in that fight. So if you're a survivor, you'll carry a white lantern 
And if you're a family member, uh, you'll carry a yellow one. And if you're um, remembering somebody that's passed away, we have a red one. Um, and you'll see those come about. Uh, registration is free for Light the Night. Of course, we encourage you to fundraise because who knows if the dollar that you fundraise is the one that is going to lead us to a cure. Um, but we really want folks to come out and be a part of our family that night and uh, bring light to the darkness of cancer. And you can find more information about Light the Night, and you can also register online at lightthenight.org, and it will click you right through to uh, the Washington, Alaska chapter when you enter your zip code, and it's really easy, um, and it will empower you. So... Ideally, we register and we get ourselves uh, to Seattle Center on the evening of October 21st, uh, mm -hmm. gathering around 5 o'clock. Then how long does all of this, the walk, take? Um, well, you're, you're going to have such an amazing experience, you're not going to want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, it lasts for a couple of hours, um, but... I, I'm, I'm, you know, it is, it's funny, you know, you're like, okay, we have to go home now um, because there's so much healing and festivity and fun and family that happens that night that folks just want to stay around and they want to talk and they want to smile and laugh and cry. And, um, but it, the walk itself takes about 30 to 45 minutes. So it's nothing that's too challenging for anyone. Uh, perhaps oh, no. uh, people go on wheels. Uh, someone pushes them or, yeah. you know, pulls kids in little wagons, potentially, that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, we There is no age minimum required for this one. You can be a brand new baby in a stroller uh, with your mama and daddy pushing you, or you can be a blood cancer survivor like we have. Uh, his name is Ken Sheets that comes out. And he literally walks with his walker and, you know, makes it happen. So we are able to accommodate anybody and everybody. Now, isn't that really motivating to think of someone then who comes out with their walker and participates? If we are mm -hmm. able to move our two feet, shouldn't we then match up with that and, and feel like we need to do what we can? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it's happening uh, on Saturday evening, October 21st. And one of the things, light the night, that appeals to me is, yes, the days are getting shorter, so it gets dark. This is a way that we can feel that celebration. We can literally do that. We're lighting it up when we see all those lanterns out there. Exactly. Exactly. And there's all kinds of ways, you know, that that impact of you signing up and registering um, makes a difference in the life of a cancer patient. Uh, some people are like, well, you know, I don't really have a blood cancer connection per se. I don't know somebody that's had leukemia, lymphoma, myeloma, Hodgkin's disease, or, um, but it's easier to research blood cancer because you can actually take the blood out of the body and look at it under these amazing microscopes. And um, it's a fluid, right? So you can you can watch it work. And we're really proud of the work that we've done at the Leukemia Lymphoma Society because over 40% of the drugs that have been put on the market in the last 12 years for cancer are helping benefit other cancers such as ovarian cancer, kidney cancer, stomach cancers because of treatment that was first uh, funded and discovered by the Leukemia Lymphoma Society for blood cancer treatments. 
And so we're really proud that, you know, we're able to do that and help other cancers. Some of our drugs are also being used in autoimmune disease treatment. Um, we also have a couple of drugs that are being used uh, in Alzheimer's clinical trials. So the impact of you signing up for Light the Night really goes 50 million ways. And that is the reason that we need to be involved, not put it off on somebody else's shoulders like, oh, you know, others are involved there. Right. Somebody else is going to do it. We, I, I feel it's so important for us to really get that message that if it's a dollar we can donate, as you yep. had said, Asia, that dollar could be that tipping point. It could be that dollar that finally gets us to some all-important research. It truly could. I mean, like I said, 13 years I've been with LLS, and I've seen some incredible advancements. I've seen quality of life for patients, and it's all because folks that came before me, you know, saw the value and the goodness in raising money and helping and making sure that, you know, someday is today for these cancer patients. And that's what you do whenever you sign up for Light the Night. And it's, the thing is, we've, we've been talking about the young people, but there is no age discrimination in who this oh, disease no. attacks, correct? No. You know, that's um, kind of the blessing and the curse of blood cancers, to be honest with you, my friend. So, you know, there's no, you can't be screened for a blood cancer Um you know, there's no, you can't put some sunscreen on and hope that it prevents it. So, and it doesn't discriminate. It hits all backgrounds, all minorities. Um, so we really, you know, we're the face of the world, truthfully. You know, and I didn't really think of that. Why not? With breast cancer, we go for our mammograms. But right. here, there's no way to screen it. So all of a sudden, mm -hmm. someone just begins to not feel well long enough that they go to the doctor and eventually they they run some blood tests i guess right right and i mean we've had folks you know that are have wanted to run a marathon and go to just get their you know wellness checkup and they come out and they're like i have lymphoma and we're like what how did that happen you know and then you have you know kids that are 3 months old that end up at children's that are fighting leukemia i mean it just it it doesn't discriminate, and you you really truly don't know when it might hit. Um, you know, not to scare anybody, but it's 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 kind of that silent predator, so to speak. Um, and we're hoping to get ahead of it and and find a cure. Exactly, and mm -hmm. we can see positive signs already, right? Not necessarily the cure, but the fact that these advancements are going on, these different kinds of, uh, of treatments that are allowing a, a person to live longer. And if it recurs already, more research has been done, if we support mm -hmm. all of this and make it happen, that uh, they're around to get another uh, round of treatment. Exactly, exactly. That's something that, you know, I'm very proud of, of the work that we do at the Leukemia Lymphoma Society is a cancer diagnosis with a blood cancer doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be gone tomorrow. Um, you know, we strive for quality of life for our patients. We strive for maximum impact for the families. We want to make sure that those families are taken care of as well. We offer a variety of patient services programs that are funded through fundraisers like Light the Night. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Colton Matter is, you know, to loop it back, is a perfect example of, you know, his parents kept fundraising through the first you have cancer again and kept fundraising through his army through the second you have cancer again. 
and now he's going to graduate high school, um, you know, because of folks like the Light the Night people. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. we need to take this kind of story, embrace it, really take it to heart and feel motivated to do whatever it is that we can do. Ideally, it's to register to be there on October 21st, right? Right. Yes. We want to see everybody at like the night, October 21st at Seattle Center. It's a a night truly that will impact you for the rest of your life. It'll give you goosebumps, I like to say. Because you will know that you made a huge difference in the fight against cancer that night simply by being there and an even bigger impact if you fundraised. Absolutely. And so in terms of a goal of the number of people to participate, is there that kind of a goal, Aja? Uh, So we have the capacity to, well, we'd love to host the entire state of Washington at this walk. Um, But we have the capacity to hold as many people as can show up. So um, we don't really have a goal in mind. We just just really want anybody and everybody to come out. And then the walk itself, you you were mentioning it takes about 30 or 40 minutes. Is it around the center or where do we actually go? Yeah, yeah. So it's around the center. um, And we have, you know, obviously Seattle's finest and the police department out there, you know, marking the routes and, and providing security and things like that. Um, we have some amazing sponsors that provide little rest stops, kind of snack stops, uh, inspirational stops for you along the way. Um, Warm 106.9 is our official radio sponsor, and they'll be blaring some tunes to keep you motivated as you're walking. And then we'll have a really awesome finish line experience for everybody as well. And that is perhaps a surprise, is it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. See? We've got to get you there, so <laughs> got to keep a little something there. <laughs> exactly. See, that's the thing to have that that carrot or that hook right there. It's like <laughs> I, I I need to know. I'm I, now I'm so curious. Everyone right. listening, we're we're so curious, right? So right. We, we need to get there and uh, be part of this wonderful, important event that's taking place in our community. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's consider another story. Um, Perhaps it's a volunteer. You were mentioning how there are so many uh, opportunities and benefits that that the LLS Society provides to people. Uh, This probably comes through people who are volunteering? Correct. Um, We hear a lot of our stories, you know, from folks that are completely new diagnosis that, you know, many times are sitting in their oncologist's office or their primary care physician and they call our information resource center and are like, I just got diagnosed with a blood cancer. They said to call you. And we have, you know, trained professionals in the medical realm who are able to help them. Um, but, you know, and sometimes we have survivors and their family members and, you know, even people that have passed away, their family members come out and volunteer for life the night. Um, or they form teams, right, to remember their loved ones or to honor the ones that are still fighting. Um and, you know, within those teams are amazing stories. There are amazing companies like Seattle Genetics that comes on board each year and fundraises thousands upon thousands of dollars. Um, and, you know, there's there's a story for every age, truly, with Life and Night. You know, there's babies, there's teenagers, there's kiddos, there's senior citizens, there's young mamas, young dads, you know, 50-year-olds. Um, and, and you really see their faces at Life and Night, truthfully. Really, what you're saying, there is no discriminating here, is there? No, no discriminating. Mm -mm. 
this disease can afflict anyone at any time. And great strides have been made. We want to acknowledge that. But there's, I think, every time an advancement is made, something else kind of just pokes its uh, not-so-attractive head around the corner. So the research needs to continue. Right, right. And we're really proud of the fact that we have uh, local researchers here in the Puget Sound that we're funding through the dollars raised at events like Light the Night. Um, you know, each year the number of researchers vary. Um, you know, right now we have a couple million dollars invested in four different researchers at UW and at Fred Hutch. So the money that you're raising locally stays locally. And that's kind of a big deal for folks around here. You know, Puget Sound folks are incredibly mission-driven and want their dollar to make an impact, and this is a great way to make that happen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the research that goes on, we are really kind of at the cutting edge in many ways here in the Puget Sound region, so this is twofold in a way that we want to continue to support this growth, but I'm thinking that we've also had an influx of new people who are I'm guessing, wanting to be more involved in the community. So we should be burgeoning these numbers of attendees and also the fundraising piece of it to to really make that uh, skyrocket, I think, to support what's going on here. Absolutely, absolutely. So we, um, you know, our society has invested more than $1 billion in cancer research since um, our inception in 1949, and we're, we're really proud of that. Um, annually, we help more than 55,000 patients across the nation afford treatment. Um, we're committed to helping cancer patients where they're at. So, for example, we've got a lot of blood cancer patients um, misplaced because of Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma, and we've committed a million dollars of LLS money to help get their treatments, get things like um, prescriptions that floated away in the waters. We're able to help them get reimbursed. We're able to help get transportation to treatment. Um, things that you don't really think of, truthfully, whenever you're, you know, sitting in the Starbucks line getting your morning latte. You know, somewhere in the South, somebody's fighting to find the medicine that they need to keep them alive. And so um, we're proud of, of being able to help the patients, like I said, where they're at in that moment. Thank you for putting this other focus into the whole concept here for us, Asia, because it's easy to, to just forget about that. But yes, those poor, poor people you know, mm-hmm. battered around by the storm and yes, losing medication and, and perhaps their, their opportunity to have treatment that needed to be happening at a certain time. Again, exactly. if we, we, we need to take on that mantle of feeling that urgency to support and be part of a solution to help others of our community members. Absolutely. There's a saying, you know, to whom much is given, much is expected. Mm-hmm. And and we really embrace that here at LLS. Um, you know, we've been given tons of amazing researchers, tons of amazing fundraisers. And so, you know, we, we really want to find that cure and provide patient services and be there on the dark days um, and the good days. Uh, we want to be that ray of hope for patients. That ray of hope right now can be a lantern lighting the night, right? Exactly. Bringing light to the darkness of cancer. And so let's just kind of go through those points again of how 
we can do this? What are the steps we need to take to be there or at least make our presence felt financially for Light the Night? Absolutely. So you can go to lightthenight.org and register yourself or register as a team to be with us on Saturday, October 21st at Seattle Center. Festivities kick off around 5 p.m. Um, and once you register, you can have your own website to fundraise online, which is super easy. Everybody's got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can you know, tell your story through there. You can say, hey, I heard Asia this morning and, and wanted to sign up. Or you can say, hey, I'm a blood cancer survivor. Um, you tell your story that way, raise some money, and then you join us and bring light to the darkness of cancer. Exactly. You have really sparked that flame, I trust, Asia, for all of us. Uh, now it's yeah. our turn. We respond. Yeah. You've given us uh, the uh, all the fuel, I think, that we need, the reasons to do this. Uh, they're so utterly important. Hopefully each of us is feeling strong and healthy, and we want to continue that way. If if we have a stumbling point, we want to know that that support is going to be there for us. Those treatments are going to be there for us. So that's another Absolutely. good reason, right, that we need to participate. Absolutely. And, you know, if the fundraising seems daunting, you know, it's not something everybody's done, don't let that scare you. We're, we have amazing fundraising campaign staff that will sit down with you if you would like and, and teach you how to fundraise and be there for you every step of the way, just like we are for our blood cancer patients. Well, terrific. So we have no excuses. Just no excuses. <laughs> no excuses. Well, I so appreciate uh, your taking time with us this morning, Asia. Oh, thank you. The work thank that you. you are doing. Uh, and let's uh, let's really link arms and move forward together, shall we? Exactly. Happy to do it. Great. Well, many thanks again, and let's have a great Light the Night. Thank you. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Asia Estrada and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. Brent Bauer. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, Find the podcast on our Warm 106.9 webpage. Click on the On Air tab, then look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of opening up, or opening up more so, to the idea of taking charge of your own good health. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women, which is just one more way, Warm 106.9 cares for our community. Good morning.